Arthur Ashe said, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindset Goal. In this episode, I have a conversation with Gail Wood. Gail is an author, an entrepreneur, and she's inducted into the World Massage Hall of Fame, which is awesome. Um, but overall, Gail is just uh, just brimming with knowledge and just brimming with joy. And, and it was just a pleasure to speak with her. Um, we have a very interesting conversation about living your dream life. And I asked Gail a few questions on um, how we can live our dream life, how we can create habits to live the life that we want to live. And overall, it was just a, a great, a great conversation, great connection. So I hope you enjoy the episode with Gail. I'm great. How are you today? I'm good. Good. How's your day going so far? What is a, a person like yourself up to on a Friday? Well, I am planning, planning my weekend of work. <laughs> Even um, bank holiday weekend, you'll be busy then, I take it. Well, being a homeschool mom, mm. I, some, I work about every other weekend because I just take advantage if my husband and son have stuff to do. Right. And then you so. get yourself sometimes. Yeah, and then throughout the week, I take days off and have have other times when I chill. So I think that's part of, you know, just part of being successful is being able to regulate your schedule like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I guess you find a balance with all that as well, just because you know you can you can find your own balance on other days as well. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 welcome, Gail. Welcome to the Mindset Goal Podcast. It's um, great to have you on. I'm very excited to have a conversation about living your dream life right now with you. And, and I think it's so important. And I just I just get like a nice um, from from like reading about you online and just uh, you know just seeing your picture. I think it says a lot as well. I just get like a warm feeling that you're just very happy and content in your life. Um, and obviously, I don't know if it's true or not, but you just get that feeling anyway. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I definitely think overall I'm happy and content, but I, I also think it's a choice, you know, that that you make from day to day. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, do you want to just introduce yourself um, to, to the audience? Yeah, sure. Um, well, my name's Gail Wood, and... I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur and an author, and I started out in the massage and spa industry. So about 10 years ago, I was starting to feel like I really needed a change in my life, but I didn't know what that would look like at all. Um, and I started seeing people and PDFs, and I'm like, you can make money from a PDF? <laughs> kind of was blowing my mind and I thought you know that's something I want to try and so that just kind of led to my past 10 years of building my online businesses and and things like that I'm also a mom of two two great kids currently homeschooling and yep just Amazing. figuring things out every day <laughs> that's that's the beauty of it isn't it like just taking it day by day and kind of getting better every day mm-hmm Exactly. 
And you were, you're actually, I, I've read you were inducted into the Massage um, Hall of Fame as well, which is really cool. Yes. And that's been one of the most amazing things about, you know, kind of taking my, my career to the next level and becoming a, a leader and a continuing education instructor and, and yeah. all of those things is like the people I used to look at and see in magazines and look up to, you know, I'm like, wow, now they're my colleagues and I'm collaborating with them. So it's been really fun. Yeah. And I can imagine like in terms of like having the mindset shift, like when you're like you, cause to be inducted into a hall of fame of anything, it, it just means you're elite at, you know, at, at you specifically, you're elite at your profession. And does that, the, the mindset shift there for you to like not get inducted, does that, does that like give you more confidence? Like how does that change your mindset? You know, I think that it just was kind of affirming for me, you know, that, that I was on the right path and that I was having an impact, Yeah. you know, cause it's easy to underestimate what you're doing. I think a lot of us have some imposter syndrome. Yeah. And so it was just really nice to, to um, have that um, recognition. Absolutely. And I, I guess, um, you know, you still put the work in anyway. So I guess that that recognition in itself, like you said, is nice, but you know, you know, your worth. Yeah. 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 Most most days. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Uh, Gail, so I, the first question I have for you here is what made you change your mindset to decide to live your dream life? Yeah, well, you know. Have you heard the Tony Robbins saying that, that the two things that make people change are desperation and inspiration? Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, I feel like it was a bit of desperation. Right. I love Tony. Yeah. Um, so I had just, you know, been in a, in a rut. I had struggled with some health problems that I felt like were just a direct result of burning the candle at both ends and working so hard. And I just thought, you know what, if I could make some money in a different way, you know, maybe I can change some of this. And I had a very small dream to start with. It was just like, if I could just make a, you know, $200 a week from a little online business, yeah, you know, that could, that could would make a big difference for me. It would allow me to, you know, maybe take one or two days off my work schedule. And so I just thought, you know, what do I have to lose? I'm going to, I'm going to give this online, you know, business thing a try. And then, and then just like that, you, you, you kind of, your whole mindset then was, it was almost like, I, you know, I, you know, especially cause you said, because of the health scare desperation, you, you were just like, you know what, I have nothing to lose. Like I, I can just go for it. And obviously it's, it's worked out very well for you. Yeah, I feel like it flipped quickly into inspiration because I started seeing the possibility yeah. and I started really working on my own mindset yeah. more, more um, religiously, you know, reading, um, you know, things like Tony Robinson and just every day putting that good stuff in to keep myself motivated and going because it's a can be a long time between, you know, deciding you're going to start an online business and making your first sale. For me, it was almost a year and a half before I made any money. 
and and what was that um what was that process like i mean wh why did it take you that time i want to i don't want to say that that like that how long or how short kind of thing because it's different but isn't it but what what made it you know take that amount of time Mm why -hmm. Well, not for me, it was it was definitely a combination of things. I had some mindset hurdles to get over, like right to even write a book. I had to get over this belief I had that I wasn't good at writing. Yeah. And so I had to navigate a lot of that. But meanwhile, you know, to sell things online, you have to have someone to sell them to. And I mean, nobody knew me. <laughs> I didn't have it, an email list. I mean, who was I going to sell a product to? Um, so I started a blog and just with a goal of just building up like my Facebook page and my email list and, and having that audience there so that when I did get a product ready, there would be people who, who knew me, who liked me um, and who wanted to learn from me. So I started out with just producing a whole lot of free content. help people mm-hmm. yeah well i mean i'm really hearing you say like you really had a vision for all of this to be fair because even though you you know it took you a year and a half but you you know you started off like you said i want to build um a, um an audience and then you you know you could sell to them and, and then you know you made your money so you really had a vision right from the get-go before this ever happened you really saw this happening of which Yeah. is yeah that's that's really cool and what what are your daily habits and routines you touched on reading obviously writing you're an author um what are some of the habits that you do some routines Yeah, so I read every morning before I even look at a phone or an iPad or anything. <laughs> I make sure I do that first. Um, and then I usually do a little journaling. Sometimes it's just simple, like a list of things I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's, you know, going a little bit deeper or trying to or generating ideas for, you know, what I can offer next or, or something like that. So I usually do some reading and some writing. Um, if I'm writing a book, I spend 30 minutes on my book before I look at anything else as well. So, um, and then I figure out what are my most important tasks for the day? Because I've learned being, you know, being a mom, Yeah. that the day can quickly get, go off course. <laughs> so I'll usually make a list of like, okay, here's 20 things I need to do. But then looking at that list and saying, okay, if I only get three done, what are the most important three? Yeah. Right. The whole the whole urgent important matrix kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And usually emailing my list is, is on there. Um, getting some kind of content out to people. Um, usually, you know, money-making activities. I do, I do um, 10 sales activities a day. Wow. And that counts as one important thing. Okay. <laughs> Oh. so. Very busy. Yeah. I mean, and and doesn't so, I know for me? So personally, I um I had this morning routine last year where I would do very similar to yourself. I would wake up. I would write for twenty minutes. I would read for at least half an hour. I do my other um you know morning routine rituals like you know meditation um gratitude uh a little exercise uh my day started so I do all that but then got to the point where like my morning routine which was set up to kind of like make my life better and and you know just for me to kind of um enjoy my life more essentially it got to the point where like I'm I'm spending an hour hour if not more an hour and a half nearly 2 hours 
just to start my day on this. And sometimes, most of the times, it'd be okay because, you know, I'd plan myself in the evening to get that started. But then sometimes I'd be like, I really don't want to do this. And I think me doing it, it really led to burnout, um, essentially. And um, it wasn't until after that that I kind of learned, you know, my... Um, but like just a question to you like like does that you know doing so much especially to start your day like the way you start your day does that never do you never think to yourself like man this is a bit too much today like are you flexible with it how does that work yeah I'm very I'm pretty flexible at this point because I trust myself to get things done each day yeah so you know sometimes yeah I, I don't do my morning routine and I might but then I make time to read and do my stuff later in the afternoon so I know I'm gonna fit it all in and it doesn't have to be that regimented but generally you know I have my cup of coffee and I do read and I do you know jot stuff in my notebook and it does start my day off yeah in a positive way which I find really helpful yeah and and I guess you get you have some time alone as well like during the the when you wake up essentially yes Yeah. Well, and certainly depending on what time I wake up, but I've given up temporarily trying to get up really early. Right. <laughs> um, and we're homeschooling now. So, yeah, we do have quite a bit of flexibility. Nice, nice. Yeah, I do think uh, being flexible is is um, definitely something that I've worked on a lot um, over the last year and definitely something that's really helped me um, to just enjoy life more. Um, and obviously, like live more of the life I envision for myself every day. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Because because, you know, you can set out goals. And I know for myself personally, you know, I set goals for myself, but I think it's also important to just live every day and just enjoy every day, um, you know, in in accordance with your goals. But but also sometimes, you know, things are going to happen and and that's OK. Like as long as you know that you can make up for it the next day or or whenever. Yeah. And I think too, not tying too much of like, oh my gosh, because we can get into a fear mindset. If I don't write in my journal and I don't write my positive affirmations, good things won't happen to me. And then we can start to get into a fear cycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and, that, and I think that's exactly what you don't want, right? Because these exactly. things are yeah. there to help you. Like when you, when you decide that they're helpful for you, And I think to use them, like if I don't do it, it's like using them for for the negative of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So it's um, excuse me, very important to have that balance. I always have that balance and know what your balance is as well. Um, yeah, and tuning yeah. into yourself, you know, giving yourself what you need. Like you said, if you wake up and maybe you don't, that's not going to fill your cup that day. Figuring out what is going to fill your cup. Maybe it's going out and going for a walk. And getting yeah. out in nature or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I um sometimes I'll I'll put on music to relax, and then I just think to myself, "This is like really stressing me out." And then I <laughs> off, but <laughs> it's just yeah, just you know, finding out what works and um decluttering um and so yeah, decluttering. How does that help you live your dream life? I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Go on. I'm I'm interested in this one. Yeah. So decluttering, you know, it's kind of like looking at everything you have in your life Yeah. and deciding oh. whether or not it belongs. And, and that's both physical and mental things that you have in your life. How does, how does that work? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, a, it can be on every level. Like, you know, I've decluttered my schedule. Right. 
you know, you can declutter, I don't know, your friends, <laughs> you can declutter um, your beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then, but I think the physical decluttering, like your closets and your clothes and your cabinets and all those things, um, you know, that's a representation of all of those other levels. Yeah, And it can help you get ready to, to work on some of the other things. So, you know, decluttering always shifts your energy. If I feel stuck, that's one of my go-to things. Maybe I'll just declutter my desk drawers instead mm -hmm. of trying to work right now. And then it'll often, by the time you get done, the energy will have shifted. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a lot easier to declutter your desk drawers and your closet, for example. But when you're having to declutter... And you touched on it just just quickly there, like, you know, you when you have to declutter like friendships, for example, or things that, you know, you it's hard to quantify. And you touched on it when you said, you know, if I can't do something um, online, for example, I'll just declutter my desk drawer. Um, but if that doesn't work in, in terms of like, say, for example, um, what I'm trying to ask is, say, for example, you you have some friends or there's something or your beliefs, belief systems, um, and you want to kind of like declutter that. But it's how, like, how can you get started? That's that, you know, that's quite hard to do because it's it's not as, you know, black and white as, you know, organizing a desk drawer. How, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, I think step one is always trying to get clear on, OK, what is the problem here? You know, like, it, let's say it's a friendship and you're just like, this doesn't feel right to me anymore. And that happens sometimes when you're you're changing um, inside, your mindset's changing. You just feel like, I don't, I don't resonate with these people anymore. Yeah. Um, so I would say that, you know, you don't have to completely like declutter people and cut them off and block their phone number. <laughs> but I think it's just a matter of looking like, you know, well, <laughs> maybe we just need to do different activities together. Maybe you always got together with your friends yeah. and I don't know, drank tequila. And that just doesn't feel good to you anymore. Maybe you could get together with those friends and go on a hike. Yeah. Or just start cultivating new friendships and hanging out with them a little bit less and seeing how that feels. So it's not like always this all or nothing black and white thing. It's making these shifts. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go to the party tonight because I want to watch an inspiring movie. Right. <laughs> or something like that. The small changes. Yes. I read a book recently, Small Changes, Big Results. And and she, yeah, and it was just that I think a lot of the times when people want to, and I know for myself personally, especially in the past, like when I whenever I wanted to make a change, I'd go from from nothing to to you know starting that change, but starting it big. Mm -hmm. And I swear, like writing, for example, I went from you know not doing any writing or not doing much writing, um daily like i do it occasionally like maybe once or twice a week and then i would i i literally took 20 minutes a day and i just started doing it like that um for a couple months there and i think that was eventually what led to too much and i think that change when you do too much or or you know it, yeah when you do when you try to change too much at once i think that's when you get in trouble yeah it it can be you know and it's it's just a matter of testing things out and getting to know yourself um, but I do love, I, I read a lot about and study a lot about creating habits. So, you know, even one minute a day can start to create a habit, you and know, like a running, I, I was reading, um, 
Gretchen Rubin, and she is talking about starting her habit of becoming a runner. She was in terrible shape, couldn't run at all. She would go and run for one minute. Uh-huh. And then she did that for a week or two. And then, you know, added, got up to five minutes and so on. So, yeah. So I think it's really kind of deciding, like, what qualities do you want in your life? And and how can you bring them in? Like, I always wanted to have the quality of, I want to be a person who does yoga. To me, that just represents fitness, flexibility, you know, looking great, all that good stuff. Yeah. But I could never make myself do it. <laughs> Cause it was always like, oh, I don't have 30 minutes. I don't know how I'm not good at it. All those kinds of things. <laughs> and finally I came up with 10 minutes a day. I'm just going to do 10 minutes a day. And I've been doing that for over six months. It's made a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, and, no. and, and that little trick there, like, so habit mastery, mm-hmm. like, what other tricks can you, can you give the audience here? What other tips? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really think that figuring out where your point is, where you're going to try to weasel out of it and make excuses is great. So then figuring out how much of something you can do per day. Right. Like if you're like, oh, 20 minutes of writing, like 20 minutes seems like a lot. I'm really busy. Maybe it's five minutes is your, you know, like your sweet spot. And then once you develop that habit, you can increase that sweet spot a little bit. Um, yeah. And, and, and as well as that, I mean, if you like five, if I write for five minutes a day and, and, um, and, and I, and I don't like it, then it also tells me something else about myself. Like that's just not something that's for me because I'm just not having fun with it. I mean, right. Cause it's not everything you yeah you think you're going to like, you're going to like as well. So it's just, at least with doing something consistently, you can actually, you know, find out if you actually, you know, you're going to stick with something or not. Because th- there's a lot of times in life where you just, you do it and, you know, there's nothing there. And But at least, you know, you get an answer. Yes, exactly. And you don't have to spend your life wondering if you could have or should have been a writer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, the other thing I would look at is, if you want to be a writer and it, but it's not really fitting together. Okay. Why do you want to be a writer? Yeah. And is there some other path to get to that result? We often just think like, Oh, well, here's how you get to there. And, you know, and with creativity and idea generating and everything, we can explore a lot of different ways of getting from here to there. Yeah. And um, just a last question here for you, Gail is, I just want to know a few books um, that you'd recommend or maybe a few books that you've read that you've really enjoyed that you'd like to share. Yeah, I'm really, um, currently I'm really into, she writes a lot about the habit creation. Um, Laura Vanderkamp, she writes a lot about, um, you know, really figuring out how you're spending your time. Yeah. Um. And so that's, that's really helpful. And then just for inspiration, I absolutely love Dr. Wayne Dyer. He's my fake adopted dad. (laughs) I can always go to him for good advice. Um, So those are probably the the top ones that, that come into, into my mind. Um, And I like some of these, you know, some of the kind of old school 
yeah. people that that first were some of the first inspirational writers like Napoleon Hill. Um, have you he read he wrote a book called The Classic? The Classic? Like uh, No, something about the devil. Mm, mm, I don't I'll know. send you I'll send you the conversation with the devil or something like that. Yeah. It was really it was really good. Um so yeah, I just always have several things on on Audible. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Amazing, amazing. And um, no, I mean, thank you, thank you so much, Gil, for your time, and just thank you for what you're doing. Um, it's absolutely, it's been great to have a conversation with you. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, same, same to you. And um, if anyone wants to check out my books or, or um. See what I'm up to, just head over to my website, Elevate with Gail. Amazing. And I'll have the links in the description uh, for anybody that wants to check that out. Um, once again, thank you so much, Gail. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, The only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. 